Hey, everybody, do you do shopping online? Well, do us a favor and go to d2rpn.com and click our Amazon banner and help out the network. It's going to cost you nothing extra. We get a percentage back from everything that you buy. And uh, you know what? That would be a win, win, win. It's a win for you, win for the network, and a win for Amazon. Um, great prices, uh, everyday savings, and uh, you get what you want, and you're helping us out. So this is kind of like donating, but you get something out of it. It's great. Um, so go do it, d2rpn.com. Uh, there's banners everywhere on the website. Thanks for your support. Undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man! Hey Dave! Hey guys, it's Dave. And I'm Ryan, and this would be the part two to last week's part one, I guess. No, Wait, last what? week's part one plus part two. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, this is part two to last week's part one. Mind blown. Like just... Y'all said. So, uh, last week was all about uh, booms and lights and UFOs and things like that. Uh, we're We're still on Secure Team. Hey, Ty- hey, it's Tyler with Secure Team. That's why um, I did that, Steve. Yeah, um, but uh, so we're still on his shit. But uh, this is interesting. I, I think. Have you reached out to him yet? You were gonna do that. Uh, no. All right. Not quite. Hang on a second. Which thinking we should. All right. Yeah. So uh, we'll just go with this one. So, anyways, yeah. um, originally I was gonna keep going with the lights, booms, bangs, and all that. And and it may lead back into that, but I kind of want to veer off slightly because since last week's episode, where we did part one, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some interesting things have come up that Tyler with Secure Team has decided to cover. And I also want to cover it because it's quite interesting to me. It's new to me. Um, I don't it's one of these, like, uh, you know, the missing persons 
like the mysterious disappearance of you know we've done those. Oh in the yeah, past. I love those. I was actually thinking about that one, that one couple that we saw in that one bar. Yeah, I remember. I was thinking about that one. Well, those are pretty popular episodes mm-hmm. on the network. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the highest uh, listened to. I almost said viewed, but we didn't film them. We no. talked about them. There, the, anytime we do like a a missing person or a mysterious disappearance or something like that, uh, they they tend to get. A lot of traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is one that just happened recently, real time. For the listeners, it's been maybe a month or so, depending on when it comes out. But, anyways, uh, I'll just I'll just play his thing, and then I have an article on it too. It's quite it's fascinating. Rock and roll, motherfucker. Hey guys, Tyler with Secure Team. Case of the missing skier gets even stranger. So this is actually like a part two for him as well. Hey, what's up, guys? Tyler here with Secure Team. So before we get to anything else, we have a bit of an update to the story that I covered in my last video, where we spoke about that man who was skiing with a group on a mountain in upstate New York when he suddenly disappeared. Now they did a search for this man for over six days until suddenly. He reappears nearly 3,000 miles away in Sacramento, California, stumbling around, uh, confused, not sure how he got there, and, well, things have just continued to get stranger and stranger. Now, if you haven't watched that video, I'll put a link to it at the end of this video. Go watch it so you can get the full details, but again, it's very simple what happened here. What appeared to be a normal, everyday guy, family man, he was skiing on top of a mountain, disappeared, completely vanished. And when he reappeared in Sacramento, California, on the other side of the country, he was wearing the exact same ski clothes, helmet, and goggles that he was wearing when he was actually skiing. Now, since I posted that video, some new details came to light. And these details came out just as I had uploaded my first video. So a few people started posting in the comments, Hey, Tyler, this case has been solved. There's nothing strange about this. The man wasn't abducted by aliens. He didn't teleport anywhere. Because as it turns out, this man who went missing told authorities that of the little memory he has, what he does remember is that at some point he bumped his head and that he remembered riding in the back of a big rig style truck and that he slept a lot. And that's it. That's all he said. So for those of you who may have said, well, Tyler, this is case closed, this case couldn't be further from being closed. And I'm going to break down why this is so strange. First of all, when deputies found this man, who goes by the name of Constantinos or Danny Philippides, they found him at the Sacramento International Airport. Now, when they found him, he had a new iPhone, a new haircut, and very little memory of how he got there. Philippides told deputies at the airport that he had traversed nearly 3,000 miles from upstate New York to Sacramento, California. He says he remembered very little, but that he recalled skiing and thought that he had suffered a head injury. Now again, he says he'd forgotten how he actually got to Sacramento, other than some vague memory of being in the back of a big rig truck. He doesn't know when he got into the truck. He doesn't know who the man was. Uh, where the truck was going, he knows nothing. Now, many of you in the comments on my first video alluded to the fact 
that the authorities should simply check his phone because if he had his phone on him, they can track that data along with any movements that he made precisely. And well, just as you would think in a strange story like this, the man did not have his phone. In fact, between his travels from New York to Sacramento, Philippides bought a brand new iPhone, yeah, where? he told deputies, which he then used to call his wife once he reached California. After having been dropped off supposedly by this big rig style truck, where he then also got a haircut. It's said that Mr. Philippides had moments of lucidity while he was with the deputies. And may I remind you guys again, he was found alone, disoriented. God, we gotta talk damn about these that. ads. Hang on. Here we go. May I remind you guys again, he was found alone, disoriented. He had no memory, or barely any memory. He had no ID, no phone, no vehicle. Still dressed in his ski pants, ski jacket, boots, and helmet. And let's talk about this so-called big rig truck that supposedly picked him up. Now, how is it possible that he managed to find such a truck, given the location where he went missing, and in such a bad condition, supposedly with a head injury? Now, if you were a truck driver, and you find a man in that situation, stumbling down the road in ski clothes, then you drive him all the way to California and just drop him off without asking him what had happened or bringing him to the hospital or the police? I mean, this story reeks. I mean, I just have to say, this does not smell right. Another thing is that how many missing persons cases have you guys heard of where the Department of Homeland Security gets involved, as was in this very case. That doesn't make sense to me. That is weird. But let's hear from some of the other people from my first video, some people who commented on what they thought of this story. One user wrote, quote, all they have to do is check his cell phone telemetry. That would show the exact path that he took to get there. If a cell phone moves beyond the laws of physics, i.e. airplane speed, I would bet a million dollars it would automatically trigger Homeland Security. But again, he didn't have a phone. He bought a phone on his travel to Sacramento or after he got there. Not to mention the fact, how did he buy the phone in the first place if he had no ID, no money, no wallet, dressed in ski clothes? But I digress. Why indeed would Homeland Security get involved with a simple missing persons case? Another user wrote, quote, the whole bumped my head and rode in a big rig for five days doesn't really make sense. Not saying it is true or not, but wouldn't the truck driver ask questions and then offer to take him to the doctors if the man seemed confused? They said that he seemed in good health, if you recall, but again, the deputies also said that he had suffered a head injury. So which is it? Is he in good health or did he suffer a head injury and has no memory of what is going on? And so maybe the story about the truck and everything else is just the story that they want people to believe because they might not know exactly what happened to him. Strange indeed. Okay, so obviously there's a lot of news coverage of this guy, or there was. Wouldn't the supposed truck driver say, yep, hey, I'm the truck driver, I picked his ass up. He told me he wanted to go to California, so I took him to California, hey. Wouldn't he do that if there was such uh, a truck driver? <clears throat> well, it's funny that you bring up all this. Um, I was going to wait until after his video is done okay. to bring this up. Mm -hmm. I work with a guy who is a uh, operator-owner, owner-operator. Mm -hmm. 
or used to be one. Yep. He, he was one for several years. And I asked, I, I told him this story mm-hmm. um, and asked him, as a owner-operator or big rig truck driver, mm-hmm. if you saw some dude stumbling down the road or whatever, seem drunk or anything, because you have to assume this guy hit his head while skiing. Right. And he may have suffered a concussion, and he's now stumbling down the road. And you just, you know, is it common for you to pull over and pick somebody up? One. And he said, eh, maybe, maybe not. It, it just depends based on whatever. I said, all right, let's say this guy, you were at a truck stop, and this and some random guy seemed kind of out of it, stumbled up to you and asked you for a ride somewhere. Or asked you where you were going. You said you were in New York at the time. You said, I'm headed to San Sacramento. And he said, can I hitch a ride? Would you allow him in your cab? And this guy said, probably not. Most guys wouldn't because that's, I mean, for one, if he seems disoriented or whatever. Now, he said, if he asked, like, yeah. I said, what about putting somebody in the back of a fucking trailer like a tractor trailer he's like if if you were taking somebody and they seemed drunk or whatever obviously you, you didn't want to let them in a cab but you were willing to take them you would do that you would put them in the back of your so that's like the the, the one piece that he said kind of makes sense now as for going across the country like that whole thing he said that that's not something uh truck driver would do but then again He's only speaking for himself and the people he knows. Mm-hmm. Now, the other piece would be, I said, all right, let's say you did pick this guy up in New York. Drive him across country because that's what he asked for. You dropped him off once you got there and said, hey, bro, I'm leaving this tr- tractor trailer here now. You can either stay in it or get the fuck out. I- I'm leaving, though, because I'm taking this other one. So I'm back across the country or whatever. Um and this all went down, and then all of a sudden you're you hear on the news that some guy was skiing in fucking New York where you were six days ago, and now he's in Sacramento, and he's claiming some truck driver took him across country. Would you come clean to that 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 was you? Like, would you go to the media and say, "Yeah, I did that"? And he said, "No, there's not a single fucking truck driver." in this country that would admit to that. And I said, why? And he said, because if if you, basically what he said was, if, if you come clean to like doing some shit like that, he could have been running from the law. Now you're an accessory. He could have been, there could be all kinds of reasons why he was trying to get across the country, and you're just opening yourself up for a whole mess of shit. Especially if Homeland Security is now involved. Yeah. No truck driver in their right mind, would ad- would admit to taking him. So he said, y- they'll never find the guy who drove him if that's indeed what actually happened. Okay. So, and this is coming from a truck driver who, right, right, right. you know, may or may not have picked people up at some point and drove them from New York to Sacramento. I mean, he basically said it's highly unlikely that happened. I'm going to have to call my dirt friend and ask her as well. You know, I, I mean... I I have a feeling you're probably going to get about the same answers. But yeah, I'd be curious. Let's ask multiple mm. people that do truck or that used to drive truck or still drive trucks because I mean, 
it sounds to me like it may be nonsense, this whole bump my head and all that. Now, I will, we'll break down all the rest of these details, but yeah, you wanted yeah. to get into the truck thing right away. Yeah, so. I just thought about that. All right. Yeah. I was going to save it, but yeah, yeah, we got it out now. So, but yeah, I thought it's, it's interesting nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else he has to say. And then we'll also watch his first video, which I think sets up the situation even more, but, um, and then I have an article on it too that gives yeah. more information, somewhat contradicting what he's saying in this video in one of the ar- news articles. It's, it's interesting. Okay. And finally, we have another commenter who wrote, quote, Dumbest cover-up I've ever heard. Story doesn't add up. Doctor said he was in good health. He told the deputy he got hit in the head and had trauma. The whole story is full of lies. I just can't stop my eyes from rolling. That's probably why there's so and, many typos. Uh, i got to say, guys, yeah. by and large, I would have to agree with these commenters here. It just doesn't make sense. And when you have the Department of Homeland Security getting involved... That makes me wonder whether something supernatural or just something that we don't know about and they're not going to tell us happened here. And that some of this information we're getting is either partial truth or no truth at all. So, yeah, that is the update. The strangeness continues, the case is not closed, and it would seem most, if not all of you guys agree, because I think you're all smart people, you can see the strangeness going on here. And so, we'll just see what happens. So, now, in other news... Okay, so I'm not going to play the rest of this video. Although he no did say news. at the end there was going to be a link. I'm just trying to see. Is it the one on the right? The second one down? Maybe. I wonder. That's new. That's actually even newer since this one. Oh, really? And this one just came out a few days ago. Uh, click on Show More. I think uh, that's where you're... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nope. Hang on. It might be down a little bit. No? All right. Well, actually, let's fucking click on that one then. So that came out on that date. Let's see what this one is. Oh, yeah, this is the day before. Yeah, so that's going to be the first one. Okay. One Not- man, 2,900 miles and a lot of unanswered questions. What's up, guys? He had. Oh, didn't we watch this one already? Um, no. He had uh, called her by a nickname. I did. She quickly recognized the voice and that it was him. Uh, then they lost contact. He contacted her again, and uh, they kept him on the phone and asked him to call 911 to get him help as soon as possible. Where was he at that point? I know it's uh, somewhere near Sacramento, California. Well, an entire community, along with the authorities of a number of different local, state, and he federal looks sinister agencies, as fuck there too. are scratching their heads this morning, trying to figure out how a guy who was skiing down a mountain in New York disappeared, leading to a nationwide search, coming up with nothing, until he was later found stumbling down a street nearly 2,900 miles away in Sacramento, California. Hey, what's up, guys? Tyler here with Secure Team. Well, this is one of those stories that leaves you with more questions than answers, and it's reminiscent of some other stories in the past that have occurred that are very similar to this, 
And right now, this is just breaking. We don't have a lot of details. Uh, the local authorities are not giving much details out as to how a man who is skiing as a part of a group in New York on something called Whiteface Mountain, which is the fifth highest mountain in the U.S. state of New York. So they're in New York. They're skiing as a part of a group of firefighters. So this guy who goes by the name of Danny Philippides, who is uh, 49, from Toronto, Canada, a married father of two, and uh, was a 28-year veteran Toronto firefighter, uh, was skiing when he suddenly disappeared off the mountain. And, well, I'll go ahead and read you this report here, published by NBC5, which goes on to say, quote, A skier missing from Whiteface Mountain has been found in California. New York State Police said Constantinos Danny Philippides, 49 of Toronto, was found 2,900 miles away Tuesday in Sacramento. Philippides was reported missing last Wednesday by friends who said he could not be found as the resort was closing. His belongings were found at the lodge and his car was still in the parking lot. Since then, Hundreds of volunteers have spent 7,000 hours combing the mountain. Crews used canines and helicopters as part of the search. The steep and icy terrain made the search even more challenging. But that was when suddenly Philippides made contact with law enforcement officers in Sacramento, California. He was reported to be in good health, but the circumstances of his disappearance remain under investigation. Officials have not said why he went missing. Before Tuesday, police said they had no reason to believe that the man was not still on the mountain. The Department of Homeland Security, New York State Police, the New York Department of Conservation, United States Customs and Border Protection, and officials in Toronto assisted in the search. And so again, he had been skiing with a group of firefighters uh, and retired firefighters. They had all gone together they went to leave, the man was missing. They could not find him anywhere. And that's when he was discovered nearly 3,000 miles away. He was found confused and unable to answer questions as to how he got to California. They said that the man received medical care after calling his wife and then 911. The man was found alone when he eventually did make the call to his wife. So apparently he appeared in California they were searching for him for days. On this mountain in New York, they had no other reason to think he would go anywhere else, let alone how he would get to California without his car, wearing the same outfit that he was wearing, and, but we'll get to that here in a minute. And so the article continues. He was found alone. He also uh, does not have any history of mental illness or substance abuse. How did he get a haircut, too, if he's got no wallet, no money, no nothing? Okay, well, once again, jumping ahead. But one of the news articles says when he was found in California, he had $1,000 on him, cash. Um, but, like, no ATM withdrawals. Nobody knows how I got the fucking $1,000 or the phone or the haircut. Just that it all happened. He doesn't remember getting the haircut, doesn't remember getting the phone, doesn't remember all this shit. But has a brand new fucking phone, $1,000 cash. Now, this that was one of the things that, like, is contradicting what this guy's saying mm. is that he didn't have any money. So how did he get all this done? But the news articles are saying that he had $1,000 cash. So I, I, that's interesting. Right, I'm sorry, too. I won't ask any more questions. No, I mean, you can. I'm just, you know, 
you're ironically hitting all these <laughs> points that we'll, we would have got to anyways. So. They said that the man was found wearing the same ski gear, including the helmet and goggles that he was last seen wearing when he was reported missing in New York. Officials have not said how he traveled to Sacramento. They said that they do not believe that he flew there because he left his identification on Whiteface Mountain. And so all of this information was also communicated in a press conference, which uh, you've been seeing here. And I'll post the uh, Facebook link to this down below. But basically, uh, you're going to be told the same thing I'm telling you here, which is that they're not really giving out any details. They're still trying to figure it out. But the big lingering question I'm sure you guys are asking yourselves is how does a regular, uh, by any standards, just an ordinary married father, a firefighter, on top of a mountain in New York, skiing with a group of friends, suddenly vanish off the face of the planet, it would seem, only to appear 3,000 miles away, stumbling, confused, wearing the exact same ski gear, goggles and hat, winter clothes, no idea how he got there. I mean, does this sound familiar to you guys? Not only that, but he's fucking Canadian. He's not even American. Yes. You know That's what I mean? another thing. So he would have had, had a passport yeah. to get into the country. But once you're in the country, there's several routes you could take to get across country. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you don't go back into Canada because yeah. you need your passport. That's just, dude, and, that and you wouldn't thing. have. Here's the other thing. You wouldn't have flown because they would have had your name on a fucking flight record. Right, right. You know what I mean? So clearly flying's out, at least commercially. Yeah. Now, let's say we'll go the truck route. He was gone for six days. Is that what we're saying? Five, six days. Six days is when they when he. And here's the thing: he was missing for six days, or considered missing for six days, mm-hmm. from the time he was last seen till he was seen again in California. Right. But who knows how long he was in California? Right. It only takes driving time. Forty-four hours. Yeah, forty-four hours. So that's two days. If you went, if you had a truck driver that drove straight, let's just say, or if you flew, n- not commercially. Seven hours and twenty minutes on a commercial flight, mm-hmm. and you got uh, you know. I mean, there's a couple of different ways. It could have taken him six days to get across country. It could. T- I, I don't know. You know what I mean? But it, if he, even if he took two days in a truck, and the truck driver only stopped for fuel, did he get out and piss at that time? Why is there no camera footage of him in a a truck stop taking a piss? You'd have to ask the truck driver. That you're never going to be able to find. No, I know, Here's but the I mean, thing. yeah, yeah. The, I they mean, should be able to find all the different routes, and the way the CIA and Homeland Security work, they can punch his fucking face in all their goddamn oh yeah shit, and they should be able to I'm find. I'm not him saying anywhere. that they're not that they don't aren't doing that. Right, but they're not releasing and, it. Yeah, that's the other piece is if they are doing this and they are able to, you know, do those things. Why Homeland Security? I, I guess is a big question for me. Is probably probably because he's a Canadian. You know what I mean? Like they probably they're probably getting involved because he's a Canadian. But what does that have American, to do with anything? He's on American soil, and he went missing. So I'm sure the Canadian Prime Minister is breathing down America's throat, saying, "Hey, we've got a, we've got this lost guy. We want to know what the fuck happened to him." You know, that's the only reason why I would say Homeland Security would be involved is because he wasn't a U.S. citizen. Okay, yeah. 
I, I guess. And they don't know if maybe yeah, he's a for, terrorist for now me, because yeah. he's missing. Yeah, I, I, I guess you know what I was saying is like we don't really find Canada to be a threat. And if it was like right, some right. Afghani or something like that, maybe mm-hmm. that was what I was originally thinking. Like, why? What's the problem with Canadians? Mm-hmm. But I guess any kind of foreigner it doesn't matter. If, you know, Mexico, Canada, uh, so or like, Libyan. Right, you right. know, it, yeah. That's that's the only reason why I would think yeah. Homeland Security yeah, would get involved that. to help out with the the search because now he's some. But why not FBI then too? But then again, that's no crime was committed. Right. So what's what's Homeland Security's uh, the Homeland Security? I guess is what their purpose is, right? Yeah. I'll look up Homeland Security real quick, just because I want to clarify what they do. Because as we're finding out, the FBI doesn't do anything. With all these uh, tips that they get, they don't. So they, their mission anything. is to basically yeah. de-escalate any threats. To secure the nation from the many threats we face, this requires the dedication of more than oh, that's a shit ton of employees. Yeah. Two hundred thirty thousand employees. Um. Okay. So that's it, basically. Yeah, aviation and border security so to emergency without, response. They're not clear if this guy was a threat or is a threat. But could be because he's foreign. Could be. Okay. So let's continue with the video and see uh, what else he has to say. You know, this immediately reminded me of one of the most infamous uh, alien abduction cases many of you have probably heard of. And that was the case of the Travis Walton UFO incident. Now, if you study this topic, uh, particularly that of aliens or UFOs or abductions, likely you'll have heard of Travis Walton. But if you don't, just a quick recap here. Travis Walton was an American logger. Okay, He worked in the woods on a logging team. And back on November 5th, 1975, he was out working with a logging crew in a national forest in Arizona. When suddenly he disappeared. Again, uh, from what felt like the face of the earth, they could not find this guy. It wasn't until five days later, after a massive search, which turned up nothing, that they found Mr. Walton stumbling up to a payphone, confused, didn't know what had happened, and after some time it was revealed that the few memories he did have were that he and six of his co-workers who were riding in a truck encountered a saucer-shaped object hovering above the ground, making a high-pitched noise. Walton claimed that he left the truck and approached the object when a beam of light suddenly appeared from the craft, knocking him to the ground. The other six men were frightened, hightailing it out of the area, making their escape. And all of these men, starting with Travis, along with his six co-workers, all share the same story. That they saw this object, they tried to get away, Walton was left behind, and that is when he disappeared, only to appear five days later, detailing memories of waking up on what appeared to him to be a hospital-like room, being observed by short, bald creatures, what would later become known as the typical alien greys, who had allegedly taken him aboard their ship. To do what with, we don't know. According to Walton, that is when he blacked out and claimed that he remembered nothing else until he was found stumbling, walking along the highway, trying to figure out what had happened. Now, of course, I'm not saying that that is what happened in this instance. It's just what brought that to mind. Now, it also brings to mind some other stories that if you remember we spoke about when we interviewed Mr. David Polites, 
who is the author of the Missing 411 series. And if you don't know about these books, you guys need to read them. And what The Missing 411 is, is basically a series of books that have cataloged thousands of these cases where people have mysteriously gone missing around wow. or within There's a whole straight line of nobody. Forest. Mm -hmm. And in many of those cases... Yeah, I'll, okay. <clears throat> it's weird because it starts with North Dakota, South Dakota, um, Nebraska, yeah. Kansas... Oklahoma, well, there's one kind of on the border of Oklahoma and Arkansas, and Texas. Nothing in any of those states, and they're literally piled around top of it. Basically, and then Nevada's the, another state that has none, and there's a few other, like Florida and whatever, but all the rest of these states are fucking jam-packed full of shit. You know what I mean? It is really weird that there's a streak right yeah, here. Yeah, it makes me want to like investigate what, why are we avoiding this part? And then why are we avoiding Nevada? Because that wonder why. seems like it would be a hot spot for this. And it's weird that there's so many around, like, oceans. Which actually kind of makes sense, because didn't one of the things we see say that there was an underground UFO base in the oceans? One of the one of the videos we watched a while uh, ago. Yeah, I mean... And if they are in the oceans, that makes sense. But why this line? I don't know, dude. That's odd. Are there no forest preserves there? Because he said this this oh, is a man. map of just national forest preserves, people missing. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, there really is no green right. in that area where there's green here. But there's green here. Why none here? Yeah. In Florida, there's nothing in Florida, and there's a bunch of green. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of green, like Rhode Island and Delaware and Carolinas and nothing. I mean, it's it's just and weird, And there's dude. no green in Nevada either, and that could be why. I, I Who knows, dude? Yeah. Let's keep listening. Yes. And we're talking from grown adults down to children have disappeared in certain areas where in which, like in this case, there would be a massive search, no one would be found, and it wouldn't be until later on where these people would reappear hundreds or sometimes thousands of miles away with no recollection of how they got there. And in many of the cases where it was children or senior citizens, you have the physical aspect that right off the bat would keep them from even being able to traverse these massive distances on their own. And so I did he an interview word, with traverse. Mr. Polites when he mm -hmm. came out with his documentary called The Missing 411. And you guys can check out that video on the channel. But again, I'm just detailing you some of the strange things that happen that... Uh, are, are similar to what has happened here. Now, we don't have any more information as of yet, but I, I am really uh, interested as to what happened here and what the authorities are going to tell us. How did this man disappear from a mountain and make it 3,000 miles away? As you heard earlier, he didn't have his car. He left his car. He didn't have identification or his wallet. So he couldn't have driven himself to an airport. He didn't have any money or his identification. So even if he could have made it to an airport, he wouldn't have had money or ID to purchase said ticket. Real quick. Maybe you can answer this question for me, Dave. Can, can you go into a cell phone carrier's store and buy a brand new phone without an ID? No. You have to have some sort of ID, correct? Yeah, yes. So, this leads to an issue, because he has a brand new phone with no ID. Mm -hmm. How the fuck did he get the phone? 
the only thing you could do now you can buy at like Wally Burner World, phone. you can buy a track phone or this was a smart an iPhone. You can see now even that I don't think you can buy an iPhone without an ID because I don't think you can buy one at Walmart. That's what I'm for thinking. Target. Like that's that's one that's one of those pieces. Uh, maybe that, you can buy one at Target. Go to Target's website. I want to I want to ask Google. We we should just get an Alexa. They'd probably have all the answers. Um, uh, can you purchase an iPhone without an without identification? Apple retail acceptable forms of ID for phone, iPhone purchases. Visit the Apple retail buy your iPhone. We'll show you that. Okay. Um, Scenario one, your current address or the address on file with your existing carrier appears on your primary ID. Scenario two, your current address does not appear on your ID. What the fuck does that have to click on it? So you have, here you go. You have to have either a driver's license or a state-issued ID. If you don't have yeah. that, you have to have a credit card or Visa, MasterCard, debit card with your name printed on it, which you didn't have. A gift card and prepaid card that are not acceptable forms of ID. You had to have a passport, a military ID, Utility bill from the last 90 days with the same name and address as your primary ID or an original or certified copy of birth certificate. He had none of that. Mm. So how the fuck could he have bought one? Now, here's scenario two. It's basically the exact same shit. That's just saying if your address is not the same. Yeah. You you still would have to have a driver's license, a state-issued ID, a passport, a military ID, or a utility bill from the last 90 days. So how the fuck did he get this fucking iPhone? The iPhone couldn't be in his name, correct? It would have to be in somebody else's yeah. name. Whose name is it under? Don't ask me, I don't know. Well, that's that to me is a fucking valid question that why aren't you releasing that information? Well, like I said, why are they not releasing where he bought it, when he bought it, how he bought it? Yeah, there definitely should be video of that security mm-hmm. camera where he bought the phone. Yeah. At the very least, I mean, for one, I would, obviously the phone has, it's either going to be AT&T, or it's going to be one of the carriers that does iPhones. Mm-hmm. So you're limited there. The phone would tell you which one it is. Yep. So then I would hit all of those locations that sell that fucking, that phone with that, that carrier and start saying, well, well you could even find out. They could the call when it was activated and get right to the location. You should be able to do that they within call, five minutes. That was it. They could call Apple with the serial number and ask them where it was sold. Especially since we're Homeland Security dealing with this. Yeah. You ought to have that information within five minutes. Yeah. Which should then you be able to find out. Now, if it wasn't bought in Sacramento, it was bought halfway across the country mm-hmm. or even in New York. Yes, yeah, so and now you have a path. You know, or, or if it was bought in Sacramento, at least you can tie him to that point and find out when he bought the phone. Yeah. So how long from the moment you were seen from the time you bought your phone? Mm-hmm. And then he was at the airport, but let's just say he bought the phone across town. Now I would try and figure out at what point did he get his hair cut and start hitting every place that cuts mm-hmm. hair between there and the airport. Right. I, I mean... But then again, what does that prove? But that phone has to be tied to somebody. You're not yeah. just going to be able to go in, unless you bought it up from a well, fucking pawn that, shop. But they said that he called them, his but wife. you buy from a pawn shop without an ID? No. You have to have an ID to yeah. buy from a pawn shop. Yeah. Sell, 
but I buy? Buy too, yeah. Or why? Um, I don't know why, but you do. Like, in case I, something's stolen, like an, an item had been stolen, yeah, and not, yeah. So they have to have it that you purchased that, even if fucking yeah, even DVD. Like a, yeah, even it's a, a pair of clothing, underwear, anything. Yeah. Laws will require one to have at least an ID presented, although that does not always mean a state ID. Uh, yeah. Even if you're making a purchase. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I guess I didn't know that. Yeah. I know you need one to sell because they need to, like, if you're yeah. selling them an item that's fucking stolen, they want to know who sold it. To and the them. same thing, if you if you buy something that's stolen, they want to know who, who bought it so they can... Retrieve. Retrieve it, yeah. Yeah, I guess that, that makes sense. Okay, what were, what were you saying? Um, okay, so in order... They, he called his wife and 911 from that cell phone, correct? Yes. In order for... Because I just bought a brand new iPhone. In order for you to even use it to call... A phone number, not emergency, because you can do that without. You have to register the phone. You have to go in, log into your account, and all that shit before you can even dial a number. Now you can dial right. emergency services first, so that had to be activated on his own account, or he bought a. He could have bought a phone from some random street salesman on New York, you know, on the street. It could be a fake iPhone, or they said it was a real one. So he could have bought an iPhone from somebody in the street for cash. And it could have been cracked already, which means it's already unlocked. And that could be. It's New York. I mean, you can buy anything on the fucking streets of New York. Or Sacramento, maybe, even, too. Or Sacramento. All right. Now, here's my other issue with all this. He claims he bumped his head. Disoriented doesn't know really how he got from New York to Sacramento, other than he was in the tra- trailer of a big rig. But you remembered your wife's phone number? Right. Most people don't remember their own fucking phone number because everything's loaded into a phone. Do you know your wife's phone number? Yeah. Okay. Um, now, because if I when hit I you in the her, head when with I call a fucking work, tree branch, would you remember your wife's phone number? Possibly. Yes. When I, because I, I've known this number for a long time. When I got my movie accident, and I got those thirteen staples in the back of my head. I remembered my wife's phone number then too. Even though she wasn't my you wife, you weren't but. disoriented like this guy, though. Dude, I was. I was pretty fucked up. <laughs> Did you end up across the country? You weren't that fucked. up. I was in a different city. <laughs> um, I also didn't get in the back of a fucking I, truck. To me, if you're the okay, the way he describes, he slept the whole f- yeah five days yeah f- for yeah all that time in the back of a fucking tractor truck. Uh, that's pretty fucked up. I was if you don't know, you, that's all you remember. You don't know how you, when you got a haircut, you don't remember buying a fucking phone, you don't remember any of that shit, but you remember your wife's phone number. I don't know. Maybe. It's spotty memories. But then again, too, if he logged into that iPhone under his own account, his wife's phone number would be programmed in the phone. True. Provided he had an iPhone before he bought this one. Yeah. Now, the other thing, it doesn't indicate that, you know. But two, that would, maybe then that's what triggered how they were able to discover where he was is he went in somehow and into one of these stores and was somehow able to prove that he was who he said he was without any identification. And that's how he was able to buy this phone. And that alerted his wife that, you know, cause when you buy something or do something to an account, 
you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you get an alert, an email or something like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that could have alerted, and that's how they were like, well, what the fuck, he's in across the country? There, There's activity, a phone was just purchased on this account across the country, so maybe that's how no, they figured they out said, where he was? They found out where he was when she ca- when he called her. And oh, yeah, He, he had right. to verify who he was through some... Well, she recognized his voice. That, and he said something else that, that she knew it was him. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. So, so I don't know. How the fuck do you get the phone? I mean, mm-hmm. other than buying it off somebody. Mm-hmm. He could have stole it, too. But yeah. then again, too, if he stole it, it shouldn't have been, the SIM card shouldn't be active in order for him to use it. Most people, when a yeah, phone's stolen, how, I don't know. Maybe if he stole uh, a brand new one. But if he stole someone else's, then yeah. he'd still have to remember her his phone number. Plus, they could do track my iPhone to find it. Apple can track it to find it, like all those things. So I don't think it was stolen either. There's a lot weird with that whole yeah, piece, right? As there. he said, it doesn't smell right. Yeah, let's let's. It's almost this video is almost over, and then we'll get to the article. He was also found confused, wearing the exact same ski clothes that he was wearing on the mountain. And so you don't have to be a UFO researcher or a conspiracy theorist to say something is not right here. And so yeah, uh, I will put the link to this down below the story. Uh, he was found six days later from upstate New York, and uh, you guys stay tuned. What more can I say? So put your theories down below. I'm anxious to hear what you guys have to say. Okay. Um, now, all right. So this is an article from USA. Uh, USA Today. Yep. USA uh, Today. Firefighter who went missing in New York found in California with no memory, police say. Now, this is uh, this article came out. So that, that second video that we just listened to was February 15th. 14th. Oh, the first, yeah, the the second first video we watched was February 15th. This article is February 16th. So I'm hoping this article is the most recent one. I'm hoping it has maybe some more information. So let's find out. Police on Wednesday were trying to piece together how a 49-year-old skier whose disappearance sparked a massive search on a snowy New York mountainside ended up six days later in California, confused and still in ski clothes. Okay, literally going to not repeat. Basically, the fucking first sentence of this article repeats itself. Toronto firefighter Constantinos Danny Filipitas, 49, disappeared on an annual trip with his friends at Whiteface Mountain in Wilmington, New York. On February 7th, this launched a six-day search involving a helicopter, canine, and up to 140 people a day coming through a snowy mountain. Tuesday, Filipitas was found at a Sacramento, California airport in good health, which is odd mm-hmm. because they're saying he was disoriented. Well, that's not considered good health, I wouldn't think. New York State Police said he was still wearing his ski clothes, including his helmet and goggles. He bought an iPhone the Post Standard of Syracuse reports, and called his wife, who told him to call 911. Frank Ramagnano, president of the Toronto Professional Firefighters Association, said at a news conference. Uh, he seemed confused and was unable to give direct answers, Ram- Ramagnano said. Ramen noodles. Yeah, ramen noodles said. <laughs> uh, Filipino couldn't tell her. So, so we're going to call his last name. So the Filipinas, we're going to call him Philo, uh, Filipino. I and, like Filipinas. And Ramagnano is going to be ramen noodles. Okay, let's see if I can remember all this. And this will just fuck up the story for all the listeners. So Filipino couldn't tell authorities exactly how he arrived in Sacramento. 
where he also got a haircut, but did say he rode in a big rig style truck and slept a lot. Uh, Sean Hampton in with the Sacramento County <laughs> Sheriff's Department told the Post Standard. And that's in the article. Anyone with information about Filipinos' disappearance should contact New York State Police. Well, we're going to call this number. What? You were supposed to be like, oh, wait, you have more information? No, I don't have anything. No, I was just going to, uh, uh, we're not so on the So that was page. garbage article. Let's see. Um, there's a, let's try this one. Does Snopes have anything on this? Did they weigh in on uh, this? We'll get to them last. <laughs> let's see what this article says. I feel like that article fucking really dropped the ball. It did. It was really dog shit. Speak, so this one uh, looks like it's about to drop the ball, too. It's Wait, the same thing. We got some new uh, new names. Ooh, I like names. Quote, he wants to find out where he he was as badly as we want to find out where he was, said New York State Police Major John Tibbetts. Yeah, what's up, Tidbit? And let's see. Anything else? He remembers potentially suffering a head injury, riding in a big rig, a lot of sleeping. Um... If he if he legit had like a concussion and he slept, he should have died. Unless that's a wise tale. Yeah, very true. Because they say you're not supposed to go to sleep when you Over have a fucking 24 concussion. Hours, yeah. Man goes missing. Okay, let's see what this one says. Oh, uh, it's literally like that just is a paragraph. the worst fucking one. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. Um, read more. Oh boy, look at that. Hang on. He does. He looks super menacing in that fucking picture, though, dude. Okay. Actually, this one might... Uh, on February 7th, uh, Constantinople Danny Filipino was reported <laughs> missing after he disappeared from his... Okay, blah, blah, blah. Ali, his car was still in the parking lot, and all his belongings were intact at the ski lodge. Department of Environmental Conservation, Forest Rangers, New York State Police, and resort staff headed up the search that grew to include the New York State Emergency Management and Fire Prevention Department. Several of... Filipinos' co-workers, the Department of Homeland Security, and the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Yet nobody could find the can- Candian skier. That's what it says. It's it does say Canadian skier. Until he turned up in Sacramento this Tuesday, alive and unharmed, six days after going missing, Sacramento County Sheriff's deputies found Filipinos, a Filipino around 9.30 a.m. Tuesday morning by the car rental zone at Sacramento International Airport, which would imply he was either attempting to rent a car or something, which you need an ID for. Yeah, but... Uh, he was wearing the... What's that? Read the next line. I'm getting there. He was wearing the same clothes he wore when he went missing, had a credit card and a $1,000 in cash. This is what I was saying. Mm -hmm. This whole... He had cash. And he had a credit card, Mm -hmm. which all these other news reports and uh, Tyler from Secure Team seemed to think he didn't have anything. Now, you have a credit card, that's one of the forms of ID that would allow you to buy an iPhone. Mm Mm-hmm. So now, the iPhone isn't an issue. Well, it is still, because if you use a credit card as your ID, you need two forms of ID. That, that iPhone thing that you pull up had yeah. primary and secondary. But You need one of each. Okay. But if you have the credit card and you were able to, like, I, here's the thing. They say that. But if you actually went into, like, a place and was like, yeah, I left my ID at home, across the country, I don't have, whatever, uh, I lost it, I just need a phone, and you know what I mean, you give them a good enough bullshit story, and you have a, a credit card that has your name, you're, you're able to recite your address, your phone number, all these other details that nobody would probably know, mm-hmm. 
they would probably fucking do they it. They might. They might. So I'm not, I'm not going to give that a whole lot of thing. Uh, 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 I'll continue. Did not know where he was or and remembered very little about the previous few days. Now, he said he thought he had sustained a head injury of some sort and that he made his way across the country in a big rig before being dropped off by a McDonald's near a tall building Monday night. Okay. So he was in the rig the whole time until to Monday. Yeah. So until Monday, and then they found him Tuesday morning. Uh, Filipino might not have been found so quickly had he not purchased a cell phone at some point. He called his wife, who persuaded him to call 911, which eventually led Sacramento authorities to him. He was very nonchalant and kind of out of it, a spokesman said. Our officers were adamant to take him to the hospital to have him treated. Despite the very odd circumstances of his disappearance and reemergence, authorities do not believe he was drugged or kidnapped. He will apparently return back to the Lake Placid area soon as the New York State Police Department continues investigating his case. Hmm. Um, huh. So there's that. <laughs> Oops. Uh-oh. Well, there goes that search. Oh, fuck. Um... Hmm. So, I guess, I don't know how much more information we're really going to find out about. Oh, yeah, we were going to look for uh, Snopes real quick. Yeah. And just see what, if Snopes has anything. I, I, Snopes is very reputable. I, I totally believe everything they say. They're saying that yeah, he we're probably, just doing this for parody at this point. Yeah, he, he, they're going to say he didn't go missing or un, unproven. <laughs> missing Candy and Man. <laughs> candy and Man. Is that the new uh, horror film? Is that a Candyman? It's Candy and Man? Oh, yeah. All right. Yep, so now I'm going to add Snopes. Snopes. I want to make sure that search would get to where I wanted, and then... Nothing. Oh, right there. Oh, well, it's time. It's not, not uh, Snopes. Snopes ain't got nothing. Well, Snopes, you really dropped the ball on this one, didn't oh, you? Everyone's dropping the ball on this one. All right. Well, Snopes is fucking terrible anyways. So. Yeah. Uh, so Dave, so right. Your thoughts overall? Like, okay, so the police don't believe he was kidnapped or drugged. Mm-hmm. I find that to be interesting because that would be the first place I would start thinking is that he was either kidnapped or drugged. Now it's possible he legitimately was in the back of a big rig and slept the entire time. Although that seems very unlikely. Okay, if he slept me. the whole time, then he probably shit and pissed himself. Yeah, well, you in five so. days you have to or at least piss or shit. If he pissed and shit all over the back of this trailer, would the truck driver not be pissed? Yeah. Then again, if you're if you're con- a contractor, owner, operator, the trailer's not yours. Right. Just the front part, and he was Tractor. in the back mm-hmm. part. So, mm-hmm. would you really give a fuck? But based on yeah, depending the, the I truck mean, driver that I talked to said you more than likely would not have picked this guy up. Or if you did pick this guy up and he seemed disoriented and fucked up in New York, like he had just hit his head or something, mm-hmm. you wouldn't drive him across country. You'd probably take him to the hospital right. and say, yeah, dude, I'll take you across country, but then go to a fucking hospital. You wouldn't actually just drive across country. Right. I don't, to me, that seems now, odd. let's hypothetically say he stowed away. The truck driver didn't know. This is also possible. That's a possibility. But then again, if this dude's all fucking hit my head, fucking unconscious, not really with it, 
don't think he's gonna be smart enough to fucking say, "Oh, there's a semi truck. I wonder where he's gone." I'll just jump in his fucking. Never know though. Never I mean, know. I honestly think that could be your best plausible thing. But he wouldn't. I wouldn't assume six days later he'd still be dazed and confused. This is true. You know what I mean? Like, I could see you hit hit your head pretty hard. You'd be fucked up for a day. I would think at this time of year. Going from New York to Sacramento, it's fucking cold about 98% of that trip, too. Mm-hmm. And those trailers aren't heated. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you're in ski outfit, but how warm is that? You're just sleeping. You're not moving, right. really. Right. So, Depending on what the guy's hauling. Could be hauling blankets. <laughs> Wouldn't that be lucky? <laughs> Maybe he was hauling beds and blankets and yeah, fucking... Porno. I mean, the guy could have <laughs> just... But, okay, what's his motivation, then? To get across country, or, or why? Okay, maybe the, all right, so let's think about this. Could it be, because you've heard of these types of scenarios where, um, fuck it, fuck my life here, I'm take fucking $1,000 out of the bank, or I've been saving this money, I've been putting a little bit aside, a little bit aside, five grand, let's just say in cash, mm. and I'm fucking start a new life somewhere else. All right, people do this. No, but why it's not call the wife then? That's that's another piece. It's like, okay, so did you get across country uh, six days later and say, ah, maybe I made made a bad decision? Call the wife, play this whole thing off like I hit my head. I don't know what the fuck happened, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, or or once he he got to Sacramento and and then realized. Everybody's searching for me. You know what I mean? It was like a one of these things where like he was trying to get attention, like that one family and the kid in the balloon or whatever. The, do you remember that one? No. The family put a kid in like a weather balloon or whatever, and he went up and took off, and they were freaking out about it. And it was all hoaxed. It was all staged. Huh. You remember that? That was just like no. a couple of years ago. Google that shit. Kind of it's the same kind of situation. But it isn't even, even slightly ringing a bell. How do you not know that one? Um, kid in weather balloon faked by parents or something like that. Yeah, balloon boy. That's what they called him, balloon boy. Okay, let's read. Oh, I, I, ironically, it was in February, or at least this article, Yeah. of 2014. All right, let's read this article. Let's say that it's not a hoax. But okay, yeah. Balloon Boy's parents still insist it was not a hoax five years on as they promote their children's heavy metal band. Okay. You said it wasn't that long ago. This article's from 2014, and it was five years before that. Well, I didn't think it was so that long ago. So we're talking 2009. Wow. It, right? seemed like, yeah, it didn't seem like that long ago. Five years after the nation was captivated by the story of a six-year-old boy apparently whisked away in a weather balloon, the Heen family still claim it was not a hoax. Hours after a frantic search in October 2009, which grounded planes and involved a National Guard helicopter. Falcon Heen was found hiding... Oh, my God. His fucking name is Falcon? Falcon, yeah. Okay. Was uh, found hiding in the family's home in Fort Collins, Colorado. But for two difficult hours, the whole world watched as a silver helium balloon drifted at heights of up to 7,000 feet across the skies of Colorado, wondering if the little boy could survive. His parents, Richard and Mayumi... 
<laughs> were later sentenced to prison uh, for what was declared a hoax. But five years on, the couple, who now live in Florida, have spoken out to insist they really had believed six-year-old Falcon had been blown away when they made that frantic 911 call. Yeah, the- oh, yeah, you can tell these fucking idiots. You can just look at the parents <laughs> and tell they're fucking idiots. Uh, they named their kid Falcon. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, Brad and Ryo. Those are his buddies. Yeah. Brothers. I can't believe you didn't know this one. Dude, I've never heard of this. That's their band now? Jesus Christ. They look like a bunch of fucking... They look like Hanson on fucking uh, emo. Yeah. Um, In an interview on Oprah's Where Are They Now, the couple said they pleaded guilty after the incident because it seemed like the best way to help their family. They wanted to avoid significant jail time and possible deportation. It was never a hoax, not once, not ever... Mr. Heens said in the show, which was broadcast on Friday, this was in 2014, so... Don't go looking for it. <laughs> Mr. Heen was eventually sentenced to 90 days in prison, including 60 days on work release, and Mrs. Heen was sentenced to 20 days in jail to be served once her husband was released so they could look after their children. They also have a new focus after Falcon and his brothers Bradford and Ryo formed Heen Boys, the world's youngest metal band. Oh my god, that the so story first made headlines on my birthday mm-hmm. in 2009 when a desperate emergency call was made by a distraught mother claiming her son had blown away in a flying saucer. Oh my god. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised you don't know any of this god, shit. Dude, yeah, I've never like. heard of this. Look at the picture. Scroll down. Hang oh. on. I wanted to see the fucking goofy looking family. That's what it was. <laughs> a flying saucer. All right. Uh, the object was found to belong to her husband, a former weatherman, who had built an experimental forecasting balloon at the family's home. The boy was believed to have climbed inside before the craft became untethered and drifted off. Helicopters scrambled to follow the balloon as it blew eastward, and televised cameras watched the craft's progress across the skies. Authorities even pondered whether to shoot down the 20-foot-long and 5-foot-wide craft, but eventually it landed safely in a field several miles east of the family's home, with the boy nowhere to be seen. Looks just like a fucking UFO. I'm telling you, this was Roswell right here. <laughs> and I think that kid's a fucking alien. Look at him. Looks like a yeah. goddamn falcon. She does, too. She looks like a gray with some makeup on. Yeah. She looks retarded. Uh, when Falcon emerged later that day from the family attic claiming he had been hiding in a box, the authorities were initially relieved that he was safe. Relief soon turned into suspicion when... The, a friend of the family claimed they had plotted the hoax together as a media stunt for a reality television show. The accusation was further compounded when Falcon told the CNN broadcaster he had hidden in the attic for the show, a comment that swayed public opinion against the family. Huh. For the show. Wow. In the interview on Oprah, Falcon, who is now 11, tried to explain why he had told CNN it was for the show. What happened was this Chinese reporter walked up to me, he asked me if I could show him how I got in the attic for his TV show, Falcon said. That sounds so bad, dude. That doesn't sound right at all. No. Uh, after that, another person asked me, so what happened about this balloon thing? And I said, I did it for the show. I thought he was talking about the Chinese guy. The family say they want to put the balloon incident behind them and have since moved from Colorado to Florida with their three sons, who are homeschooled. The family has been concentrating on their children's band, Heen Boys. That's boys with a Z. That's so terrible. Uh, We have gotten so busy with the kids that we can now earn a living having the kids go out and perform, Mr. Heen said. That's our main focus. So they're living off the kids' money. 
Yeah. On the band's Open website, heenboys.com, the band lists their musical influences as Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, Dio, Metallica, to Disturbed, Linkin Park, Van Halen, and the list goes on. The band don't shy away from their hoax-related past and proudly makes reference to their Storm Chase adventures, plus appearances on TV show Why Swap. Oh, boy. Wow. I bet that was a fun episode. Yeah, no shit. Um, let's skip all that. Okay, hang on a second. Because there's about 95 things I want <laughs> yeah, to do here <laughs> with this article. Um, for one, I'm going to go to YouTube and look up the fucking band. Because I want to hear just how bad this shit is. And then two, I wanna, there was another article I wanted to click on. But let's look up the fucking music first. Heen Boys. They have a... They have a song? Oh, God. This is they, they look terrible, dude. I don't know if we want to do this. This is going to be bad. Looks like a girl. Yeah. Ever had more than skates? So terrible, dude. The shift hits the fan. And who the hell is Wolf? Okay. I think we've... That's terrible, dude. That is the worst shit I've ever heard. Um, yeah. I'd rather listen to the uh, selfie song with the words. I literally want to kill myself right now. <laughs> All right. Now, I want to click on this article. Balloon Boy Mother Admits It Was a Hoax. And that was... Uh, okay. Uh, court papers say mother and father of Falcon Heen told three sons to lie to authorities and media in marketing ploy. The mother of Falcon Heen, the six-year-old American boy who sparked a major rescue operation after he was wrongly believed to have been carried away inside a helium weather balloon, has admitted the incident was a hoax, reports say. Mayumi Heen told the sheriff... Mayumi! Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I had to. He just hurt every listener's ears. I I screwed away. Investigator that she and her husband, Richard, knew all along that their son was hiding at their Colorado home, according to court documents. The papers, which were made public in the United States, also suggest that parents had told their three children to lie to the authorities and the media. According to the affidavit, Heen said the plan was to make the family, who have appeared on the U.S. reality TV show Wife Swap, more marketable to the media. Yeah, but they're terrible. Mm -hmm. The couple called police and TV stations last week to say Falcon was in a home. Okay, then we have to repeat the same shit nine fucking times in the article. TV news channels in the U.S. and much of the rural carried live footage of the silver saucer-shaped balloon drifting thousands of feet in the air above rural Colorado. Pursued by rescue helicopters after authorities were told Falcon was seen climbing into the base of the craft shortly before it took off. Uh, when the balloon eventually came down around 50 miles from Fort Collins, it was empty. Um... Falcon climbed down from the rafters of the garage attic where he had been hiding. Uh, apparently, straightforward good news story took a curious twist when, during a live CNN interview with the Heen parents and their three sons, Falcon was asked by his father why he had not responded to shouts from his worried family. Um, you had said that we did this for a show, Falcon replied. The court document said the parents devised the hoax about two weeks earlier. She and her husband had instructed their three children to lie to the authorities as well as the media regarding this hoax, it stated. 
Richard Heenan's continued to deny that the incident was faked. Well, yeah, because he's trying to do it for reality TV, and you can't fake it. Then it's not really reality TV anymore. Yeah. Because reality TV is real. Uh, his lawyer and his wife's lawyer had not seen the document before it was made available to the public yesterday the, through the Larimer County Courthouse, the Col- Coloradoan newspaper reported. The Larimer County Sheriff Jim Alderden has said he would recommend charges including conspiracy, contributing to the delinquency of a minor, and making a false report to authorities. Some of the most serious charges each carry a maximum sentence of six years in prison and a $500,000 fine. Yeah. Interesting. So, that's uh, fucking horrible. Their, yeah. their music is really, really bad. Um, so... What are we thinking on this fucking missing guy? The skier dude shows up in fucking California. Man, to me, there's still a shit ton of yeah, questions. So here. many, so many things that should be answered, and we're not going to ever get answers to them. Why though? Because to me, there's like, I mean, at the very least, okay. So he gets back to New York. Mm-hmm. We hypnotize him. And we find out where the fuck he was for the last Let's five do it. fucking days. You're not going to believe it, though, because then it's just... Well, no, you're shit. goddamn right I'm not going <laughs> to believe it because it's bullshit. But, uh, I mean, you'd think at some point he would start to remember some things. Or, the, like you said, security footage of gas stations, uh, you know, whatever. There's got to be something. Mm-hmm. What was he running from? Was he running from his life? Whatever was he, did he legitimately hit his head? If he hit his head, is there any, like, um, bruise or something to indicate that he had hit his head? Well, according to the... Five days later, you should still be indicate that you had had a concussion, if that's the case. Um, What fuck happened to his skis? Right. They never found his skis, but he was still on everything else. Goggles Mm -hmm. and all. Helmet. Mm -hmm. It's all so fucking weird. Not only that, but we'll say, depending on which which area the, the truck drove through, if he did get out to pee at the truck stop, wouldn't people be like, what the fuck's up with this guy running around in a ski mask? Uh, not not that. this time of year. But, yeah, I mean, depending on where they go, they go to, if they go through Texas for some strange yeah. reason, they yeah. what the fuck. Um, and once again, this is out in the news. People had to have seen him somewhere. Why aren't they responding? Yeah. I mean, do well, I really um, think he teleported? He never, I don't think so. Yeah, see, that's the thing. All right. So we're going to go that route. Mm-hmm. Let's go that route. Okay. You don't buy the... Uh, what? The teleportation thing? No, I don't. Okay. Is it because you don't think we have the technology? Or it just... You just don't think that's a logical... It, okay, one, we may possibly have the technology. We're not going to know about it for another 15 years, to 50, depending. I don't remember what the guy said, that future guy said. Um, but looking at him, he's a fireman from Can- Can- Candia. Um, why would he teleport from there to Sacramento? Why? What would be the point of that? Not only that, but if he is a teleporter... And he's some special classified dude. He wouldn't let all of this shit happen and get out there. His wife should know, or he, or maybe he teleported and planned on being back in time and fucked up his time travel. You know, I don't know. 
Well, yeah, if you teleport, wouldn't it be instantaneous? Yeah. So where the fuck did you go for six days? I don't know. Maybe he teleported to uh, Ireland and then uh, went from there to... Went to uh, the red light district in Amsterdam, got fucked up with some horrors, and fucked up his uh, longitude and latitude and went to the wrong place. So this would be interesting now to like <laughs> find out that, you know, prior to him going missing, he never had an STD. And now all of a sudden he's got several. <laughs> right. Because there's some interesting right. things. Alright, uh, right, so can we rule out... so? The authorities are ruling out kidnapping and being drugged, which goes along with kidnapping. Mm -hmm. But can we rule out alien abduction or something like that? Yes. Why or how? Because I want to say 99 or maybe 100% of alien abductions have their little marks when they come back. Well. And he, he was checked out by the local authorities at the hospital and he came unharmed. Didn't mention anything about that. They also didn't mention that he had a bump on his head or a mark on his head. So maybe the whole head thing is bullshit. My my gut instinct, swear to God, okay. is he was running from his family. He was leaving. He, you know, he, he disappeared. And guessed himself. Let's and then see. he didn't realize it was going to go so far so quickly with the Homeland Security and everyone's looking for him. So that's why he cut his hair. That's why he had cash. He was probably trying to go to Mexico. Um, the farthest he can get was Sacramento. He was heading down to Mexico, found out all this shit, saw, saw in the news, maybe he was getting his haircut and saw it. I don't know. And it's like, well, fuck, I better, you know, knock this shit off. And then I'll play like I hit my head and I fell asleep in a trucker, you know, that kind of thing. That's, that's my gut instinct at this point. Um, and I think that's why we're never going to find the other instances because he's going to play that. I hit my head. I don't remember where I bought it. When I bought it, why my hair is cut, I don't remember any of that stuff. That's why he had cash, because he was trying to get the fuck out of Dodge. That's my thought. He probably paid some trucker 500 bucks to let him fucking ride with him. He probably rode in the front seat with him, um, because he gave him money. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Um, and they may have stopped at all truck stops that don't have fucking cameras. Or he might just have... Or he might have just stopped on the side of the road and just pissed outside the road. Who knows? Uh, I am going and to. It could have been more than one truck. I am going to agree with you, literally one hundred percent on your analysis on this. I think it's the only logical explanation yep. as to why all this happened. I don't think there was a bump on the head mm-hmm. at all. Um, I I think, yeah, I think the only reason he called his wife was because. It hit national news mm-hmm. that he was missing. Normally, missing person like this, you you have to give it so many days before they like for for one like um like uh so I think this is different with the missing persons thing. I don't think they had to wait twenty four hours. No, I, I because he was on the mountain skiing, they were worried about an avalanche or dying. Up yes, there. so they probably for did that, it right away. But two. I also think because he was a foreigner, that brought other issues here. And, and like, okay, so let's say I called you in missing right now. The police are, aren't even going to, they're going to write the, the thing down and make a report. But they're not going to do anything because you're an adult. Mm-hmm. They're not even going to do a, like, uh, you know, like, 
Joy could call and say, my husband's been missing for two days. And they would say, well, he's missing to you, but that's not officially missing because he's an adult and he has, he could just have left you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There has to be a period of time that has to pass. Now, if you were in a foreign country, because they don't, like, for instance, a Canadian in here, we don't know, maybe this guy's a fucking terrorist. Right. And he's on his way to do a mass shooting or something. So, yeah, now you're raising a little bit more question. Plus, the whole mountain thing, you've got other things saying, well, we got to find this guy. We don't need all this snow to thaw, and there's this motherfucker who, you know, is frozen to death. Right. Dead, and now he's decom. Yeah, so, you know, maybe a bad situation. He should have, like, uh, went out walking in New York City by himself and disappeared or whatever. But I do right. think he probably hitched a ride. You're still not going to have a trucker come clean that they one or several drove him across country simply because they don't want to be implicated on being a, an accessory to anything. Right. Well, I think... In the event that the Homeland Security and all them don't get anything, they may come out and offer a huge reward for any information that will lead to the whereabouts and how, and it has to be substantiated. I believe that's when a trucker will put, come forward. He's not wanted for anything, so the other, unless it was uh, no hitchhikers law in the state that he went or where he was at, he really didn't do anything wrong as far now, as drivers concerned. I do have one more thing. That kind of goes against the, this theory, mm-hmm. but that I I fully think that you're on the right track. The only part that does not make sense if he's trying to run away or whatever, why still have your fucking ski shit on? You would have um, gotten rid of that at the quickest convenience because you're trying to change your appearance with the haircut. Why would you keep everything else? It's high, I mean yes, it's not unlikely 100%, but it's kind of unlikely. If I was going to, now, for one, I'm changing my appearance, but I'm also changing my clothes. Right. Well, my my thought process on that is he was probably waiting to get to Mexico to to shed his clothes and get rid of everything. Um, That way they don't find it anywhere in the States. It's not going to be, you know, they won't find it anywhere. Um, And they can't trace it back Why wouldn't you do one piece? Different. I mean, maybe because that, that they would, would be leave a trail. A trail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eh. Um, my guess is he was planning on getting there to Mexico or to Mexico, and like you had alluded earlier, the whole country is pretty much fucking cold. Up in California is not as cold, but it's still fucking cold everywhere else. So he probably kept it because of the warmer, warmest clothes he's got. He left everything else, and he, like I said, he had this money. He was going to buy clothes in Mexico, and living off a thousand dollars isn't going to be very much in Mexico, but it'll get him a nice set of clothes and a new life. Yeah. So that's why he didn't. And the reason why he kept his goggles and everything is because he didn't want to leave it anywhere to someone could say, oh, this is where he was at. You know, um, not that he had planned for them to be looking for him, just that he didn't want to be followed any which way, shape or form. So, um, and he may have waited till Sacramento to get his haircut. I don't know. Now, if this is all true, Mm -hmm. and they've obviously gotten him back to New York now, they've, uh, They've gone and searched for him. They've had all these different people trying to figure it out. Homeland Security. I mean, you're, you got a lot of authorities and organizations wasting a lot of time and money mm-hmm. searching for this guy. 
is there did he break any laws by disappearing and then uh, his wife reacting the way she did getting all these people to search for him should there be criminal charges and who would they go on um i would say no he didn't break any laws because i mean you have the right to just leave your leave and move somewhere right. else um, without telling anybody without yeah i could literally just leave right now and i'm not breaking any laws no you he was in this country mm-hmm. from another country on a passport so you only have so long to remain in this like on country a travel visa you mean well yeah. if you went you're going to go to ireland mm-hmm. if you, they they're giving you a they're going to ask you when you go through customs for once business or pleasure and then you're arriving on this date what date do you intend to leave? Mm-hmm. And then they're going to give you, it's on a stamp. I mean, right. you're there beyond that point and you get caught by authorities, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. So he was going to go from, let's say, to Mexico without his passport, though. So he was going to get into Mexico without his passport. Now, that, that kind of goes, once again, against your theory because he had a credit card in cash. No passport. At least it didn't say that. Didn't say that. He could have had one and ditched it. Could have ditched it. He could have been planning on maybe buying, meeting someone in Sacramento to buy one. You can buy fake ones, you know, especially that close yeah. to Mexico. Okay. He could buy a Mexican passport and fucking bounce, go back to Mexico. He doesn't look Canadian. He doesn't look American. He kind of looks Mexican. And with a name like Filipinas, you're going to think he's Mexican. Yeah. Well, he would have gone down there and changed his name. Yeah. Or worst case, worst case scenario, without a passport, he could go to the fucking border and be like, yeah, I'm Mexican. Uh, I snuck in. I just want to go back home. What are they going to say? No, you got to fucking stay here now? Mm-hmm. They'll deport his ass. They'll send his ass back. He might have to spend the night in jail or a night or whatever the fuck they do down there. But they'll take him back there. They don't give a shit. He doesn't yeah. need a passport to go back to Mexico. Right. Okay. So then, um, well, there's, okay. So going back to what I, I said, so there's really no, now, what about all the taxpayer dollars that went to searching for this guy? Is just a wash now? Yeah, we can't do anything about him. If he sticks with his story that he hit his head and... Do you think, though, through interviewing him and all that, that he's smart enough to not slip up or have a piece of the... St- I mean, is this literally the best fucking cover story? Because, like, these comments on... Tyler with Secure Teens video says the, these people comment. He says the worst cover story ever. But based on because what that person was implying that the government you know, was or something right, like that. Right. Now and we're going with this. Could this literally be the best cover story ever? Now you hit your head and you don't remember anything. Yeah. And then he's still got his wife and I everything. Mean, he didn't lose anything. And and can He'll you just try it again? And can you be? Uh, brought up on any criminal charges then because yeah you can't be arrested because you disappeared it's not your fault somebody decided to send out a fucking hundred million search teams just because you didn't want to be in your life anymore i mean is that's not against the law at least Mm -mm. it shouldn't be i don't believe it is um not only that he's he's canadian so the i think the worst case scenario would be they just would deport him back to canada yeah yeah you know um, not to say that he couldn't do time here as a Canadian citizen. I'm just saying because he really didn't break any laws. Yeah, he they, he wasted taxpayer di- dollars, but his wife did it. They both did it because he disappeared without telling anybody, which is not against the law. Um, and she and didn't she, know any 
right. better. So she didn't even do anything really against right. the law. So this is literally, he just sucked all this money out of U.S. tax mm-hmm. dollars. So I think as American citizens, we have every right to kill him. That's your opinion. I mean, no, it's not my opinion. We have a right now to kill him because he has wasted our tax dollars. I, I mean, okay, maybe not. Maybe I went to it a little too far. But it's interesting yeah. because I think if we have the theory right of what he was attempting to do, he's got the best cover story you could come up with. I mean, mm-hmm. what other? what's a better cover story than, oh, I bought my head skied and I don't know how the fuck I got across country. I just remember being on a big rig and sleeping the entire time. And somehow I got my haircut and a fucking new phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't do anything illegal. It's it's interesting. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. That's, that's the thing. Is he'll, he can he can own up to that. I don't remember defense because that's what he's going with. You know, and it, I I wonder though. There's if there's anything they could get him on. Because if he didn't steal anything, he, no, that's the thing. He didn't, as far as we know, he didn't do anything wrong. Right. Just try to leave his Unless family. they were to find out that it's not illegal to just leave your wife. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not illegal to do that. It's right. not illegal to, I mean, it's, it wasn't like he was a kid. I mean, I'm trying to think, is there anything that is, I mean, no. even though you... So if I just disappeared right now, right. you went to Ireland, came back. In the meantime, you find out that like Lala texts you while you're in uh, uh, Ireland or whatever, and's like, "Hey, have you seen? Uh, you know anything about where Ryan's been? Because I haven't seen him in six days." Which obviously you'd probably hear something sooner, but um, and you were the last person to have seen me. I mean. And I'm just gone. You never, you guys never hear or see from me again. I mean, happens all the time. Yeah, I know. And there's nothing illegal about that, right? Mm. No, I mean, unless I didn't pay my taxes. But then again, I'm missing. So yeah, how the fuck would you know? A friend of mine's kid, who's 22, lives in Vegas. He's been missing now for three years, and. but yeah. you know he's living in Vegas. No, he, he's, he's from Vegas. They live in Vegas. Oh, okay. And he's from Vegas. She, The mother called the police after two days and said, hey, my son's missing. They're like, hey, it's Vegas. Nothing we can do. And uh, after a week, they finally came, took her st- statement or whatever. They kind of looked, didn't really do anything. She thinks it has to do with the ex-girlfriend who's pregnant or whatever. It's a, it's a long, drawn-out story, but mm-hmm. I think she thinks she has something to do with foul play. And, uh, like, he left his cell phone. Everything. Everything's gone. Like, everything's still there, I mean. Right. He just disappeared. He's just gone. He's just gone. And they think, and according to the cops, yeah, he just didn't didn't like, didn't like want to be a father. And he left. You'll never see him again. And there's nothing know. illegal about that. No. And they've been looking for him for three years. That's and they've never seen, never found crazy. a body, never found any anything. So they have no idea where he's at. He could be now, in Mexico. could be in Canada. Who knows? He I disappear. Let's go back to my, mm-hmm. I disappear. Nobody ever fucking hears from me. Then in... 30 years from now, all of a sudden, you get a knock on your door. There I am, 30 years older than what I am right now, in my 60s. I knock on your door. What the fuck? 
I just decided to fucking, and I have this crazy story. Dude, I'm living in the woods in fucking, uh, you know, North Dakota. You know, whatever. Just off the grid. Nothing anybody can really do about it, right? I mean, now, let's say that there was a funeral held for me and I've been pronounced, like, or assumed dead. Because there's, like, a whole bunch of legal shit you got to do. But all of a sudden, here I am alive. Now what happens? I st- I don't well, go to jail. No, you wouldn't because- go to jail because you didn't fake your death. Right. Uh, it was just assumed. Um, Lala and Toby would have to give back the money that they received for the uh, life oh, really? insurance. Yeah, because you're no longer dead, so oh, they'd yeah. have to give everything back. Um, I like this plan. <laughs> um, but then okay. she could turn around and get you for back child support and all that shit, Ooh. which would be bad. Yeah. Uh, but then again, you don't have a job, so it's not like you could really pay for it because you're living out in the woods nice. off the grid. That's and it's 30 years yeah. later. She she yeah. made... Statute of limitations, bro. Yeah, but then too, let's say it took her a year before she got remarried, then you don't have to pay a year's worth of fucking oh, child support. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, do you... Um, by the way, she's right here, so she's living with me now. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, well, that's interesting, Joy. <laughs> I just want to see you too. Um, well, I'm more concerned what Joy would say than what I would uh, say. No, Joy, it was her idea. The three of us are. Oh, all, okay. Oh, it's a concubine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got ten more over there too. Well, now I'm curious what Lala has to say about that. <laughs> she's gagged. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just saying. anyway. Yeah, there's nothing they could do. There's nothing. Wow. So this it's guy could illegal. be either the stupidest fucking person in the world or the smartest fucking person in the world. Okay. He's a little bit of both. He, he's either worst cover story by authorities and news media to cover up something that could be like very suspicious with like the government or, or mm. some sort of weird testing or you could always go that weird route. Right. Or best cover story because he was trying to start a new fucking life and didn't realize, didn't realize shit far. was going to hit the fan the way it did on a national scale and thought, fuck, I'm never going to make it to Mexico. Yeah. Thank God I kept all my ski shit. I'll just play the I hit my head game and everything will be whatever. And then eventually he'll try it again. I, I'm curious. We should put like a, a note on the computer or something and like in, a year, on this guy? in a year, Google his name again. See, uh, all right. see if he's disappeared again or if his wife is dead now or something. Yeah, you know this is it's interesting. I'm I'm sticking with that. I don't it, it I don't me, see enough. It makes the only weird sense. things. I don't see enough weird evidence or weird things to point out that yeah, it was alien abduction or government conspiracy to some weird teleporting thing. I don't see any of that being no. any. It doesn't make any sense to any of that stuff. You know, now if he was in area like Roswell, Nevada, you know, Area 51 area. And he came back with some bruising or some weird marks. Yeah, I definitely think about it. Yeah. Um, but the fact that just because he was in New York skiing and then ended up in California is just a mute point. I don't care where he was at. Um, I don't see, and especially the fact that they said he was unharmed, meaning even his head had no no injury to it. That's the way I read it. Uh, that we've found out about. That's what I've read. I do think. It, yeah. I mean, time. And granted, time granted you tell. could hit your head and you might not have a bump after six days. That's true. And he had his helmet on, so maybe he hit it, but he didn't get a marker. A, a, there's no. Well, sign I mean, look at hockey players. They get checked really hard, time, yeah. have a helmet on, still get a concussion mm-hmm. when they bounce off the ice. Mm-hmm. No, no physical uh, appearance wise right, injury, right. but still internal injury. And mm-hmm. he could be still internally injured. If you want to buy that bullshit story, right. I don't buy that story. I, I mean, 
I, I, his, I think his helmet he would be did exactly what you said. would have a scratch or some type of marking on it where he it is could at. have doesn't say anything they about it say much. not that they didn't to be honest with you these articles weren't that detailed no they're pretty vague very but vague because he's giving and that's kind of a he's giving vague information yeah but and yeah. so is the news I, it'd the be police. nice if the authorities would come out with more but i also think they don't i mean there could be an outcry of like we spent all this tax dollars on this and you know what i mean like that's what i'm saying like some people might be pissed about yeah. this I, can you sue because we spent all this taxpayer dollars, the, the state of New York could not do anything, or the resort or anything couldn't go after them for. I mean, him. It okay, had to be so the you no, fucked up by hitting your head States. and going across the country for whatever reason you didn't know it or not. But listen, motherfucker, you still got to pay back the uh, eight hundred thousand dollars we just spent on six days looking for your fucking stupid ass. I think the you know? the government would have to sue the family for that. Like the FBI would have to sue them for the the time wasted. I wonder if is that, Homeland Security and all them. I don't. Is that probably the it. only way you could get yeah, a criminal yeah, charge on them? You and I couldn't do it because we're American taxpayers. Right. You know, because we give the we pay our taxes and how they divvy up is how they divvy it up. But at the point when we pay it, we have no say anymore what they do with the money. Right. Yeah. Um, we can vote and be pissed off about it, but it's not going to change anything. Um, so, yeah, the only way that they would get sued or any type of anything would be the government would have to go after them for it. Do you think they have reasonable cause to Not go right after now. Him? Not right now. Not with him sticking with the, I hit my head. I don't know what happened. Story. Mm-hmm. Now, if they they press him and they waterboard him and shit, you know. Which they don't do. Which they don't, supposedly. Well, but he is not an American citizen, supposedly. so. Yeah. Um, the CIA, but he's also not like a terrorist no, type. But because if if they really feel like he did something weird or... They really, with especially the Homeland Security involved, if they thought or had any inkling whatsoever, and like I guarantee you, they've, they've already gone through his computer and everything at home through their own network. Um, if they think he was any type of sleeper cell terrorist organization, they'll waterboard the fuck out of him and find out exactly what happened. And then if they find out that, yeah, he just totally wanted to leave his wife and fuck his wife and all that other shit, they could come after him at that point for. Right. Fall, you fall, think you that know. would come out in public? Through like authorities and all, or like the news, like you think they would say, yeah. Apparently, after we yeah interrogated would, the fuck out of this guy, he yeah. finally came clean. I mean, I, there's got to be a follow up, right? Unless he if, maintains his story. If he maintains it, which I I think they'd break him because he's an older man, just a fireman. Not that firemen are bad, but I'm saying he's not. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could be a little biased against. I am a little biased times fire effects, but um, I I just. I don't see them pushing the issue at all, really. Yeah. I think they'll do a little more digging, especially Homeland Security will do some more digging to find out exactly the whereabouts of what he did because of the heightened security and the, all that stuff with all the guns and, you know, mm-hmm. kids shootings and all that bullshit, um, just to see what he was doing. They, they may not buy his I hit my head story like we don't. Um, and he, they may be looking into it more, but I don't think, no matter what it is, I don't think we'll get a follow up. Yeah. That sucks because mm-hmm. it's a weird thing. Yeah, the only follow-up we'll get will be some more conspiracy weird theory deals that really won't make any sense. Mm, yeah. They'll they'll read into some something and, and well, push, push yeah, their own I, narrative. I think that's... I mean, you already got Tyler from Secure Team kind of going the route of... Uh, kind of not really saying it, but questioning it as though eh, it's probably an alien abduction. And they just dropped him off across the country. and You know what I mean? Uh, but then again... 
I, I don't really buy his sleeping. In the, I, don't, I don't buy his story. Really, it, it seems too suspect. I, I think. Yeah. I now, think. Have he, you seen the movie Timeline with Paul yeah. Walker? Remember how when they came back, sometimes they came back in weird places and all, all like the very opening scene, like Doctor Guy comes in and he shows up in the middle of fucking Arizona or something yeah. on a highway and gets fucking killed or whatever. Um, or not killed, but you know, collapses almost get run over. Could be that. Could be that scenario where he fucking time traveled. Yeah, and I mean, got fucked up and his portal came back in a different place. That's a weird. It's a weird possibility, right? But I don't see any evidence of it, so I, don't, I wouldn't say it's a possibility. I mean, it's not 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 a possibility, but I don't. I wouldn't well, say that's the number one reason or number now one let's, cause. Of what let's happened. just say that was what it was. Obviously, Homeland Security, uh, the government, wh- whoever, certainly isn't going to come out and say. He found a portal and time traveled to God knows where and then showed back up, a, you know, at this other portal in Sac. You know what I mean? That's They're not going to, for one, come out with that. And, and if that was what it was, they would cover the fuck up out of that. And so you, then you for sure would never hear another fucking word right, about it. Right. But. They also wouldn't release his ass back to Canada. They'd probably keep his ass. Yeah. Because if he stumbled upon something, they'd either kill him or he'd be locked up. Same thing with his family. So it makes you so here's want the, to definitely the follow the family. How do we know they haven't already killed him or, or shut him up somewhere? It's true. Everything we've seen has been a press conference by the police or Homeland Security or the firemen from Canada. Yeah. We don't see him talking at all. Right? Is he the new security guard from fucking uh, Vegas or what? Yeah. What the fuck was his name? Right, hang on. Let me uh, go back just a second here. Aw. Oh. Son of a cock dick. <laughs> I don't even care about my spelling right there. All right. What the fuck was his name? Yeah, it's the second one down. Name? Danny yeah. Philippides. I want that right there. That. It's got to be something more recent than what we're getting here. No, everything that you've clicked on is the most recent shit. Two days. Two days ago. We clicked on it already. Not this one. It was pink. Nope, this is the most recent. All right, the president of the union representing Toronto's firefighters says a fire captain who was found in California after vanishing from New York State ski slope is back in Canada. See? Okay. Um. Frank Ramanoodle says uh, Filipino made a brief stop in Lake Placid, New York, to talk to police before heading home to Canada. Ramanoodle says he's not sure when exactly Filipino got home. Firefighter disappeared while skiing in Lake Placid, New York, earlier this month, and reappeared in Sacramento County six days later. Sacramento County Sheriff's Department said Filipino could provide officers couldn't provide Filip- uh, provide officers with many details about his route from New York State to Sacramento Airport. Though they say he believed he traveled most of the way in a transport truck and was not the victim of any crime. End of article. So he's back in Canada. Um, why isn't Canada weighing in on this, like with their own news articles and shit. Are we not getting 
Canadian news here. Yeah, you have to go to Google Google Canada. Yeah, what's that called? Kugel. <laughs> Canuckle. Uh, it's called Canuckle. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess that's it. Um, I, I, I think we'll every once in a while pop in and search his name. Yeah. See if we can get any updates. Um, if I hear or you hear of anything, definitely let me know because I'm curious. But I think you and I are right on with that. Uh, with that. Um, Theory. Assessment, yeah. I that think he so. uh, he was trying to run away, start a new life. Shit got out of hand. He decided to. Yeah, once he saw everybody was looking for him in, in, in Homeland, he knew Security. he wasn't going to make it. At Homeland Security, he knew he probably wouldn't get out of Mexico or get out of the United yeah. States. Oh, he probably figured that too. At that point, if his fucking face is splattered all over yeah. and his fucking, you know what I mean, he wouldn't have made it, even with Regardless the haircut. Of the haircut, yeah. And it probably got, he probably made him nervous too. Like, fuck, I'm going to get caught, and this is going to be bad so i was just pretending you know mm-hmm. and he's gonna go home i bet you he may not even attempt to leave his wife now or family he might just say well i tried you know what i mean no i i think you think he's still gonna attempt it i think he's gonna kill her you're gonna see so uh, if she ends so this, this is why we have to follow him now like we have to keep like putting yeah. his name in he searches. wants to leave we and what's his i wonder what his wife's name is because uh Yoko. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> it's weird that we don't have his wife's name in any of this. You notice that? Yeah. Maybe she didn't want to be named. Yeah, but still. Does he have a Wikipedia? Can you go to his Wiki- does he have a Wikipedia page so we can uh see who his well, spouse is? He wouldn't have a Wikipedia. He's not famous. I don't know, man. You never know. Maybe there's a picture of him and his wife i doubt it is that her i don't know <laughs> jesus christ look at that See oh that? my god yeah that's definitely not his wife or i mean no. it could be his wife uh yeah looks like there's no picture i don't know we're gonna keep follow or track we're gonna search this guy every once in a while see what we come up with word I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll call this one, uh, I think we've solved it. First one we can call solved. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. See ya. Subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, spread the word to everyone you know. 
Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Hey, fellas. Does your beard itch? Does your beard not grow in all the way? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got great beard oils with sensual love. We also include the emotional healing properties and the aromatherapy information with each scent. Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today and give someone the bird. Podcast Network Hotline, USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. If you call and we're recording, we'll take your call live on the air. If you call and we're not recording, leave a voicemail with your name, the show you're calling for, and we'll play it live on the next show. The hotline is open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Once again, the D2R Podcast Network Hotline, USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 8311 call today